Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Apremian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigarito. This is Don Strauss. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Dr. Zamp from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula. And I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. <laughs> Join us now as we talk Dolphins football. Or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, joined alongside Rich Van Zant. As the Miami Dolphins uh, welcome in Tua time, as uh, Tua Tagliavoa gets his first start in the NFL against uh, a very uh, tough opponent in the Los Angeles Rams, and the Dolphins defeat the Rams uh, 28-17 in what is a shocking defeat in a lot of people's eyes as, uh, you know, to the fashion and the way that the game went down. I don't think a lot of people had uh, really seen that coming. Uh, needless to say, uh, fantastic Dolphin effort at home as the Dolphins go to 4-3 and three and uh, go above 500 for the first time in a long time been a few years since they've gotten that record uh, above 500. So um, that also was a very big plus. Uh, Two of 12 for 22, 93 yards and uh, a touchdown. No interceptions, which is of note. Um, certainly a, a lackluster offensive day, which we'll get into. And uh, a very big defensive uh, day for the Miami Dolphins uh, and turnovers as well. Uh, and turnovers taken to the house, which is also, uh, you know, a major feat that they had. So, all in all, a very, very good day. The Dolphins uh, solidify themselves in second place now at 4-3 and three in that division. And uh, certainly things are really looking bright for the Miami Dolphins. And, and uh, for the first time, I think people are starting to really get some optimism uh about the entire team and, and the way that they're starting to come together. So without further ado, let's get Rich in here. Rich, one thing I will say is that um, as far as a team effort, uh, certainly the, one of the best team efforts they've had in a long time, and it was really nice to see the turnovers happen as much as they did. We talked about this, and anybody who listens to our show will, will tell you one of the missing ingredients uh, in, in the past has been the lack of turnover, certainly at the beginning of the year and, and stuff like that. And when this team turns the ball over on the defensive side of the, of the football, um, they do good things. Yeah, they don't win without it. There's no question about it. The defense without turnovers isn't the, you know, it's not, not the 86 Bears. No one's ever going to, you know, think it's the 85 Bears, you know, defense. They're not going to stop you you know, on every or every third down play and get you off the field. But when they, you know, it's that bend but don't break defense mentality. And when they, ter- when they get turnovers, they tend to play very well and win. 
when they don't, that's when the, the problems arise. You know, in the beginning of the year when we weren't getting them, that's when we really looked bad. You know. Yeah, absolutely. And and I guess when you look at the turnovers, you know, they were they weren't really unforced turnovers, and I think that's of note too because they put good pressure on Goff. That defensive line, even with the Godshow uh, IR injury now, uh, is is starting to put pressure. You had said it to me during the game that they were starting yeah. to get some pressure there up front that you noticed, and that's a big thing. You know, that's the number one thing teams win in this league. They win Super Bowls when you're able to have a real dominant defensive line. So it's nice to see that area start to step up a little bit. Um, believe it or not, I, even the, the, what I think is the weakest part of this defense, the linebacking crew, had a really good game, including Baker. For you to mention Baker's name a couple times, that, that's, that's nothing to take lightly. Cause, uh, I don't think I've ever heard you mention Baker in a good note uh, during a game. I, 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 think one, I think one of them was derogatory, though, wasn't it? <laughs> I, 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 I remember one squirrel that he had that was like really pathetic on a, on a missed tackle. He just like kind of ran past mm-hmm. the play, if I remember correctly. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't right. just go with it, could you? Not, a, not an enthusiastic Baker uh, call. <laughs> no, no. And, uh, you know, and, and that secondary, you know, again, with some, some nice turnovers. Uh, I mean, let's face it, you know, they they had this team. The, the offense became, uh, you know, uh, stagnant. And to be honest with you, we're going to get into this a little bit, but I think a lot of that offense being stagnant was their own accord. It's their own fault for doing too much trickery, too much wildcat, and instead of just playing the, the, the game and seeing what the offense had. so And I know you have views on that, so we'll, we'll get into that. But I thought that, um, you know, I thought that for, for an offense that, you know, became stagnant, it makes things harder on the defense, but the defense still held really true. And, uh, and certainly that secondary, I thought, you know, um, performed very, very well. No question about it. And, you know, I, I think they, you know, it, it's one of those things we had a big enough lead when they didn't let the foot off the gas. You know, the offense did nothing really. What really towards the end of the second half throughout the game, they really didn't do a thing. Right. Pretty much. Fun, fun, fun. I mean, they were so inept that me and you started making, uh, you know, comparisons and, and joking around about Super Bowl 17. I mean, it was that kind of right. thing where yeah. your defense eventually yeah. just starts to get tired and worn down because the offense was so, you know, inept. And, again, I bring up the fact that it wasn't so much inept that they couldn't, like, go out there and do it. I think they were kind of shooting themselves in the foot so many times with the wildcat and yeah. – Getting too cute, you know, for, for I don't you know, know what I was, reason. I was saying, you know, I, I kept saying, like, why isn't this guy Malcolm Perry playing? I didn't envision him as bringing him and taking the quarterback out. I thought he was going to be our slot receiver. I mean, that's what we're getting this Listen, guy Mal- We're going back to Malcolm Mal- Malcolm Perry. Malcolm Perry has been an anomaly at that pick since he picked him. Me and you have been talking about the confusion of why. Um I seen him listed as a quarterback. Then we seen him listed as a wide receiver, and I think he's officially listed as a running back now. So, and then there when they had the wildcat, no, that was uh, Sperano and um, the other guy, right? Chan Gelly was a Sperano's offensive coordinator, right? Um, so the let's the see. Was the guy from uh, Arkansas, right? But was Shane Gelly there still? 
He may have been. It, it, it's very possible. I'm trying to think. Who did Changeli replace when he became the head coach? Do you remember that? I really don't. It wasn't sporadic. Yeah, I don't. That. Yeah, I, you know, I know he's had a few stints here, and obviously I think Wanstat was the guy who uh, initiated that originally, right? At I mean, some point, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I mean, the, the Wildcat hasn't worked in the, in the decade in this league. I mean, that's what you're going with now, really. You know, you I know. just thought that it. What's the weird part of that is that you get a twenty eight. You know, uh, well, I guess at one point, what was what was the score? I mean, it was literally like uh, twenty one, uh, twenty eight to three or something like that. I mean, at one point. Yeah, I mean, and and you cannot get, yeah, and you cannot get a better situation than to let Tua kind of get into a mode and and see what he has. Turn it loose. And, uh, and, yeah, and, and I was very surprised that um, you know that that basically they they didn't let him get into a rhythm. They did everything. Uh, against letting them get into a rhythm, which I thought was it was was kind of weird, you know. Yeah, I, I didn't understand it either. I mean, like if you know, it was great. I mean, everybody, the whole the news all over the world is like, you know, two starts gets his first win. But I mean, you really can't get a read on how how he did. And you you know, he threw one touchdown, yeah. he didn't throw an interception, and he really didn't do anything. You know, his, his stats yeah. are you know minuscule. I mean, I don't know. I mean. If his name wasn't Tua, you wouldn't really be too happy with his debut. No, but listen, there's a couple things I want to point out in the debut because I think that they are important. Um, first being, it started out very, very rough for him, right? I mean, the first, the the, the first thing is he's getting he's getting hit, he fumbles, and that's what basically led to the Rams getting their only points early on the board. Is, is is that play? So I think it's Absolutely. important to point out how you know that happened and mentally you know extremely tough was able to stay poised and eventually settle back in you know and and get himself where he needed to be. The second part I'll point out is on that touchdown to Devontae Parker. Um, that was a really, really nice pass. I mean, that was as perfect as you can throw, and it almost had to be a perfect pass, you know. So I liked that. You know, I thought that was something that, you know, certainly um, take note. And, and uh, you know, and then you look at the, the fact that, you know, there are no, no, ter- no interceptions, um, you know, and just basically, uh, you know, didn't, didn't make all the mistakes. And, of course, healthy at the end of the game. I mean, that's what you take out of it. But you're absolutely right. I mean, there's not a lot to work with because the defense played so well. And, you know, and, and it, I mean, it is what it is, I guess, right? Yeah, our, our running game is still a mess. There's no question about that. It, it's not, I really hate to see that in a, in a spot where you needed it. I mean, you know, third and one and fourth and one are, are adventures. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty frightening that we don't have a good running game. You know, we, we well, I think the only guy. running back we, we're down to one. Yeah, no, there's only one yeah. they're on with now. The other, the other two you're only like, the one. And you, but but from that same note, you didn't want anything to do 
with uh, you know the <laughs> acquiring a free agent, you know, like from the Jets, right? I mean, you were completely against yeah, that, and I, I understand it. He looked he he looked terrible yesterday for Kansas City. I mean, he I think he had seven carries for twelve yards, and he was awful. And you know, and they blew the Jets out yesterday. And you think Bell would have a chip on his shoulder or something? He was a, he was terrible yesterday. So yeah, I didn't know, watch. I, I, I really watch didn't see any of that. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't see any of that, no, so no. I can't really. Uh, comment on that. But I, listen, I think the running game is an issue, especially the short yardage uh, game. Um, you know, but there's a lot of questions that come into my head. I mean, I, I look at a team like this and say, you know, how good would it be to have a guy like Frank Gore on this running back staff right now? Oh, right? I mean, he was there. I mean, he's perfect. He would have been perfect, you know, short yardage and, and to help the young guys. Okay. But hey, I mean, I guess play. you really can. I know. Yeah. They're just, oh yeah. They're crazy. They're crazy. I don't like. And I'll tell you something. I don't like how long it takes to get a short yardage handoff going. It seems like it's so mechanical that the chances of this guy hitting the line without without them, you know, crashing it already. You know, they never seem to get to the line first. It's always the guys are in the backfield already. You, you know what I'm saying? It takes too long for the handoff. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, I, I thought, or or that you know, they, if they go behind center, it just takes too long to hand off. It's I, I don't know. It's our our, our short yardage formation stink. Well, I, yeah, I, I definitely see some issues. Yeah, yeah I mean, and they have that handoff it's where it's weird. About, we changed all the coaches, do they still do the same thing? It's like, what are they forced to use this? <laughs> it's insane. I don't see anybody else use this. You know, it just it just drives you nuts sometimes. Yeah, no, it does. And, I, I mean, I, listen, I think that there's definitely, you know, it, it's easy to work with that, especially in today's NFL. You know, I think it's easy enough to work with that backfield, you know, and and and, and upgrade that at that point. So, but I do think that they kind of made some mistakes in addressing that uh, the way that they did. But, you know, listen, I guess a couple guys just didn't come up like they were supposed to, you know, you made a, uh, a move to get, you know, a, a running back from, from first off, uh, you look to get a running back in Jordan Howard, um, who really was supposedly, you know, supposed to be much better than this from Philly and short yardage was supposed to be one of his things. And, and that really does not look like it, it, it turned out at all. And Breida has been a disappointment from Frisco too. Terrible. Uh, we never even heard of him before. It's like the, let, let me ask you a question, though, Rich. Where was Laird? Where was Laird? Because where was Laird? I don't think he's dressed in a while, right? I don't think he's. Is he, I don't even see him on social teams. I don't think. I don't know. That has to be from an injury, right? Because Laird, Laird, I think would have been a a really good guy, you know, to insert there at I times. So I like a lot of things. I, I you th I don't think he's. I, I think he's a scratch. I don't think it's an injury. I think he's just a healthy scratch. I haven't heard there was anything wrong with him. Really, a healthy scratch for uh, yeah. Perry? You think? For Perry, you think? Could be. It could be. I mean, Howard was scratched too. Howard didn't dress either. He he must be on his way out. I would. I'd be shocked if he's not released or traded by Tuesday. But you know, I don't think you're going to get anything for him. I think they're going to have to release him. I, I would think he's going to. Right. Be. So you just think that uh, that. 
Laird has just moved down the ladder, and he's a healthy scratch. Well, I don't know, I that's a little surprising. I, never, I, didn't, I didn't see him uh-huh. on the injury report, so you know, I read the injury report this week, and he definitely wasn't on it. I, I actually forgot about the kid, to tell you the truth, because we really yeah. haven't seen him. We haven't really seen him play since the first couple of games, if you think about it. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Um, now, th- we talked about how good this defense was and, and how they took control of this game, and, 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 and obviously there was a huge uh, scoring touchdown on, on, on a fumble by Van Ginkle, and that was, that was a huge turnaround, 78 yards there, um, and, and that sets the stage. But what really turned this game – and I think it's unbelievably opt time for you to take the mic here and apologize to Joaquin Grant. I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now, man. This, this guy, this guy, really, with that, Joaquin Grant with an 88-yard punt return, changed this game. I think this guy has done very good things, uh, a lot more Good that he's done bad. This is one of the better returners in the NFL right now. I, I, I don't think they I think you're wrong on him. Not as a returner. My problem is him as a wide receiver. You know that. It's not really but, the but why should that be a problem, though? What? But what? What does that? First of all, he's not terrible. He's terrible. He's terrible. He actually had a. He actually had a big. He's too short. They can't. He can't jump up to get the ball. The quarterback just swats the ball away every time on the fly pattern. He, I mean, yeah, he actually for eight yards once in a while every game. Big deal. He he actually had a big catch the game before this. He got one pass. Uh, you know, this time he's what is he? The fourth, sometimes the fifth option at wide receiver. I mean, it's almost a non-factor, Rich. It really is. And 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 for you to push that off uh, and go right to the wide receiver thing. I won't allow it. I will not allow it. I think that he fumbles. He, he, he muffs the ball too much on the kick, on the kicks. Once you know, you're going to get one of these runs back, run backs, right? But now it's going to be you'll you know, good luck seeing it for the next eight games. You're not going to get it for a while. You know. Apology is in order, Senator. An apology is in order, Senator. <laughs> Terrible job. <laughs> Terrible job. <laughs> right, back. <laughs> right back after this. When the autumn mist is drawing near and you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer, you'll know it's that special time once again for head to head combat and first and ten. So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and the Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show available now on iTunes. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins and you're listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show with your host, 
Pat Catello. Trying to get my courage up There was this long, lovely dancer in a little club downtown Love to watch her do her stuff Through the long, lonely night She filled my sleep Softly swaying to that smoky beat down on Main Street. Down on Main Street. Okay, welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Pacatello, Rich Van Zant, as we are uh, recapping the Miami Dolphins' uh, victory over the. Uh, Los Angeles Rams, they moved their record to four and three. Just a rec- uh, reminder, you can catch us on iTunes. Just go right to the iTunes store. You can have our uh, latest episodes delivered right on your phone every week. And you can uh, also get archive shows. Uh, you can send us uh, any questions, comments, show at yahoo.com. And uh, you can catch us uh, on Blog Talk and YouTube and all the other fun areas that you might get your uh, – your podcasts and stuff. So, um, Rich, <laughs> Rich, as I, uh, you know, as I look at you know the upcoming games, uh, the Dolphins have Arizona. We talked about this. I mean, they have a very tough s- schedule. I mean, it just is. It's not going to get easier. You'll get your jet yeah. game, you know, but it's not going to get easier. I mean, they, they're playing out in the West, but from the same token, now they they beat the Rams, they beat the 49ers. So they're actually beating really good teams, which is something that they haven't necessarily done in the past when they get wins. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. You know, Arizona is scary because of the receivers. I mean, they have, you know, just game breakers all over the place. Arizona will be a test. Scary. Yeah. And a quarterback that can move. It's, it's, Obviously, this is going to be a big test. This is going to be a big test because you, yeah, this is a team, and you're out there too. Now, there's no, you know, the crowd is different. So, I don't know. I don't factor that in as much as I I would on a regular year. Because I don't. But it's not, there's hardly anybody there, I think, right? Even with, even. Which I haven't seen, even with the. Arizona really wasn't a ranked crowd anyhow. I don't think you really got a huge home field advantage from an Arizona crowd ever, right? So I'm not I agree with you, but my point is, like, even with the even with the stadiums that have fans in them, I have not, not detected enough. the same home field advantage, you know. So, not. but it's but needless, place. yeah. But you're still going out there, so yes. So you you take that as 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 you would. Um, now, if you remember last week, we had a huge discussion on the left-handed quarterback. Okay. Now, when I looked at this game, right? When I, when I look at this game, um, I didn't see any any problem with the center transaction 
and I didn't see any problem with the handoffs or any of that. So that part, which you thought might be a problem, I didn't see. But what I did see is I did see an unordinate amount of drops that I hadn't seen in a while, particularly from Preston Williams. Now, he, dropped, he had three, key, three big drops, okay? Yeah. Um, I, 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 know, I know Parker had one, and, uh, you know, Gusecki had one, uh, asking out a few, but, but, but really the drops that I saw were Preston Wilson. Now, I don't know if that, that might be nothing. It might just be drops. But, you know, I don't know. Do you think that that could have been a factor adjusting to him with the, different, yeah, the opposite I rotation? I think the ball comes out differently, and it's just yeah, it's a different way to catch the ball. I, because those are balls he never drops. I mean, you know how good his hands Preston Williams has. So, yeah, I think it's, a, it's an adjustment to get used to that. Yeah. I definitely think that's a factor. I mean, the ball does go the opposite way. It, tur- it rotates yeah. the, you know, the opposite way. Now, you know, I don't know. It's a little better. You know, it could be. He, was catching. He, didn't, he didn't look, you know, like I said, usually he touches the ball and stops. It's, it's, you know, it's a different way to catch. you got to get used to it. Well, we're going to see because, I mean, now listen, like we said, this was the first, first game, uh, and there wasn't a tremendous a, a, amount to go on. You know, so we'll see. I mean, as as the uh, as the games go on, we're going to have a much better gauge on this. Absolutely. I just bring that up, you know, because I, just hope that this is, I hope the offense is a little more dynamic than this. Like you think, you know, throw the ball a little deeper, stop with the little short crossing patterns all the time. I mean, this seems like an Adam Gaze offense yesterday in the second half, right? You start seeing right, right. You start seeing the real board. But I think it was. I think it was on design. I mean, I really do. I think they just they did that because of the lead and, and because they were yeah, nursing I, him. Yeah. Don't like it. Yeah, I think I think he yeah. should have had some opportunities to really let loose. You know, get the guy acclimated. You're up by three touchdowns, man. Like, try you know try some crazy stuff. Don't bring the wildcat in. I mean, I think that was a huge mistake yesterday. It was an opportunity where you know you got this kid a win for free, really. Uh, you know, it was open day. Right. He doesn't have to carry. You know, so you could have tried some stuff. Yeah, it was definitely an opportunity that they could have experimented a little bit, or at the very least, see, you you think they should have opened it up? I I think they should have just played offense. See, I like I I'm in the middle. Like you think this was an opportunity for him to really go after it and see what he had, and, and I could yeah. see I could see that, but yeah. I guess that that's also. A chance, a better chance for the Rams to get back in the game. But I, you know, I would have just liked to see them just run their normal offense, and you know, rather than you know, kind of keep it out of sync and see what you had then, you know. But um, yeah, no, yeah obviously, yeah. we're not going to have this these kind of lopsided games. So you know, we're going to get it. We're going to see it soon enough. You know, I mean, you, you, you're not going to be. Arizona's not going to be down, you know, 21 to 3 in the first half for the first guy. I don't see no. that happening, but who knows. So, you know, that would no. be Now staying on the uh the lefty thing. Can, do you know who the last lefty to start the NFL is? Brian I know you know who he is. That's a good guess. That's a good guess. Yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah. Yeah. Not not only that, he's 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 
He's the best lefty to start in the in last few years. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, he's a coach now. Yeah, he's Without a, a doubt. Coach. He's a coach. Yeah. Yeah, he's a coach. Good yeah. team. He's a, he's a coach yeah. for, like, uh, is it Tampa or where the heck is he? He's somewhere. Yeah, he's, he's on a good team. He's, he's not Jackson. Yeah, he's with Tampa, yeah. yeah is he's he with Brady. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He was with Brady. Um, but, uh, he go visit with him and he went to the wrong house. <laughs> That's right. He went to the wrong house. <laughs> he, broke, he, he broke into somebody else's house. <laughs> Can you imagine that? <laughs> How bizarre is that? Is that great? <laughs> That's awesome. Oh my goodness! That's crazy. Uh, it was actually it's actually Kellen Moore. Two thousand fifteen. Yeah. Helen Moore was the last lefty. And uh, there's been a four, yeah, and and there's been a four-year drought uh, since there's been, uh, yeah, any uh, any lefty on the roster, I guess. So, you know, that's a long time. That's a long long time. time, You know, and you know what's so ironic is that we talk about these lefties and how few and far between they are, and yet there's two prominent ones in the whole scene. You know what I mean? No, so it's no. not like... Yeah, right. yeah. It's not like I they can't it. do it. I guess they just do not right, have right. that are. You know? Which, which I've seen, seen a thing. You know what? I, I guess I have to do it on the air. I meant to ask you this privately. Um, I don't know the player's name, but they had a whole special on them. You may have caught in the pregame leading up to the, to the game, and it was a special on how he... He went to Akron, and I uh, cannot remember the player's name, but he's since he started a new foundation, but he, he got in the NFL, and, and, and he played, and, and the coach had said to him, you know, well, you know what's your plans here? And, uh, and he had said, well, you know, you know, I want to keep my grades, and then hopefully and, – and the guy said, you mean you have no intentions of trying to, to, to get to the show? And, and he says – well, we could do that from a school like this. And the first thing that popped into my mind, didn't Jason Taylor go there? Yes, he did. So, yeah. so why, how, how does yeah. that – which didn't make any sense to me. Not only you have a guy that went, he was in the Hall of Fame. How do you not know that? It's in the same state, the Hall of Fame. I, I, don't, I didn't understand I don't, that. I'm watching this whole thing uh, go down and the whole narrative, and I said – Wait a minute here. Not only can you have somebody, you have, you have one of the greatest defensive players of all time that went out of there. Yeah, so I, I thought know. that was a little bit so I meant to ask you that. But he did go to Akron, yeah. didn't he? He went to Akron. Yes, he did. Yeah. That's crazy. That's weird. <laughs> so, yeah. So there's that. Um, when you look at, uh, you know, the, the way that the, I guess, that the Dolphins are, are – the, the way that they're handling themselves in, in, in the division, um, they went into second place now, okay? Now, we disagree on this. Obviously, me and you went back and forth with the Buffalo-New England game. And, um, you know, New England now has two wins on the season, okay? They are solid two games behind us, and they are, you know, three and a half behind Buffalo, okay, who they just lost to. And I think that there's a lot of problems up there. Now, my theory is I would rather chase one team than have a three-team race throughout the end of the year. 
And I think that if they beat them, then you have a pack of three. And, you know, they're still the champs until somebody knocks them out. And they're on the ropes right now. They're really on the ropes right now. I think that that's, I think that bodes better. You're one game out, really, from Buffalo. They've played one extra game right now. So you're one game out of the wing column, okay? You're going to play them again. You know, I just think if you can get this Patriots team out of this, I think you're better off. Because you know as well as I do, the potential of them, you know, getting it together, getting on a roll, uh, you know, it's yeah. just still there. It's still there. And, and I just, you, I'll be happy when they're just done. Did you see Belichick's record against Buffalo going into yesterday? We always well, I do have another it. stuff for you, but go ahead. 35 and 5. 35 and 5. He was against Buffalo. 35 and 5. Wow. Now he's 35 and 6. Wow. Is it, I knew it was bad. I have. I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah, we knew they dominated them, but not to that extent, right? That's crazy, right? Wow. You'd be hard-pressed to get, you know, that kind of dominance. You know, we had that at one time against New England and and Buffalo, which has changed, obviously. But uh, that is, yeah, that's a staggering domination right there. Yeah. How about this? And I was going to save this to the third stretch, but what do you think Bill Belichick's record is without Tom Brady at starting QB? And I'll give you a hint. They played 44 games. Right? 44 games. They played 44 games without Tom Brady. 38 and 6, something like that? How about 20 and 24? Wow. That I wouldn't, I wouldn't guess that. Because I figured that one year were at Castle, what, what he picked up 10 that year, right? Yeah. And God, I can remember playing other backups and losing to him. Wow, that's crazy. When? 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 What backups? That's the only. That's the only time Tom Brady's ever missed, right? And then it became. It was Bledsoe, and then it's Cleveland. Yeah, maybe. Well, we didn't play any other backups over the years, Wim. We didn't. We didn't play. Didn't I don't think get, Tom Brady's. Get, get, Tom Brady's never missed like, a game. No. I don't think he's ever missed a game other than that year where he blew out his uh, ACL on opening day. I don't think he's missed a game, certainly not against us. Maybe he didn't break and they brought like Hoyer in and we lost. I kind of remember losing to like Hoyer or something stupid. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure there's some situations or something that, I'm, uh, you know, if you remember it, I'm sure it happened. I just, I'm, But the bottom line here, you know, and then listen, there's other factors for this. I'm not saying there's not. It's, it's not as black and white as, as the record says, but 20 and 24 without Tom Brady starting at QB. I mean, that, that's, you know, that's a little eye-opening. It's a little eye-opening. It really is, yep. you know? Yeah. And, you know, we, we obviously know uh, – what's going on up there now, and, and, and uh, yeah, I, I don't know, Rich. I just think you have to let this thing play out. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but I just, that's the way I felt watching that game, and I still do. I, you have to take some solace and some enjoyment. If you're a Dolphin follower, a Dolphin fan, you have been dominated to the point of ultimate domination in this division with this team. 
in the last 25 years. I mean, you just have to take a moment and... I'm talking division, though. I'm saying that we haven't played Buffalo well either. I'm talking division. That's our division. Yeah, I'm talking division winner. Oh, the division winner. Okay, sure. I mean, Rich, I you you one time in twenty something years. Yeah, but the way I mean, you gotta just is, sit back and we let them we let them get too far out of us. We're not gonna catch them. That's you know I, I know you're optimistic. We're game back and stuff. But no, I'm not. I would just rather lose to them. I would rather lose to them on a one-on-one race than have New England in this yeah. thing until week 16. And I'm not 100 percent sure they're done. I'm just saying I just savor that a little bit. I get a little bit of enjoyment to see them out of this for a little bit. Yeah, gotcha. I really do. I could, you know, I could just. I, I, you know, just, I hate all three of them, so you know it doesn't. You know, I guess and the other two are pretty neck and neck. So, uh, you know, whatever. One had to lose. Great. I don't get caught up in that really. I can't stand either one of them. Yeah. I hear what you're saying, but, you know, you got to get a little bit of enjoyment out of seeing them slide finally for once. It's been a long time. Just, it's it's been really, I'm not, I don't root for them. I don't root for them at all. But I think it would have been better for us, you know, short term to have Buffalo lose yesterday, you know? That's all, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, I, and like I said, I, I don't, I don't, I don't feel that way. I think you're better off narrowing this down to two man race this early and playing it out than having three teams lingering there throughout the year. I think that hurts you more. So, all right. Last break. We'll come right back after this. Look around the league. A lot of action uh, went down, and you know, starting to kind of starting to come to the surface of what the rest of the year will be. So, take a quick break right back after this. This is Don Nottingham, former Miami Dolphin. You're listening to Pat Capello's Miami Dolphin Legend Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Capello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello.
Okay, welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Pat Catello, Rich Van Zandt. As we come to the final stretch here, Miami Dolphins go to 4-3, and three, take their record above 500. Solidly put themselves into second place, as we were just talking about. And, uh, you know, maybe they can uh, continue on this path, albeit they have a tough schedule. And, uh, and it would be nice to see them in some kind of contention for this division uh, at the three-quarter mark in the year, but uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. It's been an exciting uh, week for sure. Rich, you had pointed out uh, that a lot of the games were close, but uh, breaking news, Rich, breaking, breaking news last night. In case you didn't realize, Drew Brees, Drew Brees has become the all-time touchdown leader as opposed to Last week, when Drew Brees was also the all-time touchdown leader, and he was passed by Tom Brady. And now tonight, Tom Brady has a yes. Now, what he does this thing, does he keep the ball, and then he has to replace it when he breaks it again in two weeks? <laughs> That's fantastic. That's great. I didn't even think about that. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right, because... Hey, Brady, they're going to have to put a wing on their house because they keep going one past each other and they get another yeah, ball to break that's their why said, and it keeps going and going. That's why I out. said, now tonight we're going to take you up to the, uh, to the Giants' uh, uh, Tampa Bay game and Tom Brady has a very good chance that he'll be the all-time touchdown leader tonight. So this record will have lasted 18 hours. Now, you're right. Well, what do you do? You have to take the ball. You have to mark it, I guess, because it's part of history and you don't know what will happen. Of course, you don't really know. But now what do you do? So these balls now, you're absolutely right. You need a new wing on your house because there could feasibly be 26 balls <laughs> at the end of the year. And it's just it's an absurd thing. But to flash that, I mean, so, Rich, do we get that again tonight? Is that going to be across the thing? You're going to see yeah, of course. Steve Levy, yeah. breaking news. Yeah. Tom Brady has now become the all-time touchdown leader. They're going to stop the game and hug him probably. Like, so, it's the 17th time they did it. <laughs> Come on. It was like, Come remember, on. Remember when McGuire and Sosa kept passing each other after 61? Yeah. They have, like, yeah. It's going to be like good crap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it really is. It's, it's it's insane. It really is. Now, uh, you know, Brady passed it last week, so that was the first yeah. time that he's done it. And now, yeah. now the two of them have equaled each other out, and it's gonna. It's just it's it's, it's crazy. And you know, Rich, I remember being with you in Jacksonville when Marino uh, finished his career with four hundred and twenty. And I still don't realize. I don't know how they do this. But sometimes they say they count postseason, then they don't. Now they do again, I would assume. I, I don't that's know. Not it's bizarre. That's not four, that one's not 420, though. That's, that's a so, 420 is it, so 420 is the Jet game, right? Yeah, because we, we, yeah, the the, we went it, to the last game, too, Washington. He didn't throw one. So he didn't score. He didn't the score, right. which is the Jets. Right. It's, it's the Jet game. And in was, Miami, yeah, in Miami the week before. Correct. That, right. Okay, so that's 420. So they don't count any postseason. And no. here you are now, 420. Me and you, you know, we said nobody will come close to this. I remember having arguments back then about people who said Brett Favre, who were like, no chance. There's no chance. Yeah. I mean, little did I know Brett Favre was going to. Little did I know Brett Favre was going to play for 37 years with so 16 different yeah. teams. But, um, but yeah, here we go. now with all the rules, these guys. 
These seasons like five hundred and sixty. That's <laughs> insane. They're, they're literally this thing's gonna be at six hundred. Oh, easily. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. It's insane. Yep. I mean, we were talking. It's the rule changes, <laughs> the rule changes you know? and it's it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yep. But if, Rich, if we, we really are. Era, if Danny got to play in this era, he'd be like he'd be like a twelve hundred probably. I mean, it would be ridiculous. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, Breeze, what are they at now? 556. They're at 556. Yeah, and 555 right. or something like that. So yeah. they're, literally, this thing is going to be at 600. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, they're going to have real <laughs> close to it by the end of the year, the way it's going. You know? And, and Breeze is doing it without Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas has been out most of the year. His best guy. Yeah. Yeah, but he's not doing much. He's doing it, but he had the record. No, it's I Brady know. who's really caught up to him. You know what I'm saying? Breeze was the long-time leader. I know that. Yeah. Yeah, he was the guy. He got passed, and now he's just coming I back. I think that's why he got passed, though, because Thomas has been out. I think his numbers have been down because of that, don't you? Well, Brady's numbers have been insane this year. I think that's yeah, more yeah. of it. Well, look at I don't know what I don't know what. Well, well, you say look at the weapons that he has, but when he went there, nobody was saying that. I mean, he had Mike Evans, and you know I love Mike Evans, and I think he's fantastic. But in all honesty, nobody. Yeah, no, I know. I didn't think the team would be that good, but I didn't think the break. You know, nobody said that. Yeah, I mean, Gronk is obviously clicking. And I don't know if you heard this, but did you hear this one? (laughs) Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown is living with Tom and Giselle in Tampa. (laughs) I mean, living, living, living. Like, like, excuse me, Antonio, could you, could you shut that light off down the hall? (laughs) Living, living. Yes, yes. You you may not see him the whole time. He's just the East Wing. No. Oh, my you know, goodness. He's got to call on the cell phone for dinner. You understand? That's how far away it is. He's calling for dinner. Oh. It takes me half an hour to get the other side of the house. <laughs> it's, excuse me, Antonio. That could you turn reality, that down, though. Giselle? Giselle's trying to yeah. sleep. <laughs> what, what is Antonio just... <laughs> Antonio... <laughs> Antonio Giselle wants to know if you want orange juice. You've cut off every joke I've made now. Are you going to do another one? Every joke I've tried to throw out that you've cut off. Why don't you just take the microphone and ride it out? Fame. Ridiculous. You think, yeah, you think the comedy store had beef with each other? I ain't leaving the stage. Uh, <laughs> Antonio, Giselle's had one friend over at the pool. <laughs> Not 17. <laughs> oh, boy. Now, and, and, and also, uh, did you see what went on with uh, that Javon Wims last night? The Chicago Bear guy? I saw the fight, but well, I, didn't, yeah, the, I, I didn't have yes. the sound on, you know? They have a thing now where I've seen the whole play of events, and a, a couple plays before that, they had a shouting match a little bit. Didn't really see the spitting thing, like he said. But he, the guy does 
rip his mouthpiece off of his helmet, which was hanging down, and just kind of throw it on the ground. And then he got taken out. The Bears guy, Wims, got taken out the next play. So he had to wait. And then came back. And then did that on a play that wasn't even near the other guy. And so that's why the league is saying that, you know, there's probably a nice suspension coming for this. Because it was not during a play. He got how many? Okay. Yeah. And they said a big factor on it is because he had to come out and actually, like, wait another play to get in there. So it was almost premeditated. <laughs> it wasn't like in the heat of the battle. He had to plan this out. He probably thought he got spit on him, but they probably the guy was just probably screaming at him and spit on him. You know what I mean? I don't think he actually spit on him to say he probably spit as he was screaming. You know? Yeah, I mean, maybe he did get spit on. Yeah, maybe he did get spit on. But even if he did get spit on, you know, I've never he seen anything like that. that. I seen, I seen Romanowski spit on somebody. I seen him yeah, cocked was, back. That was, <laughs> that was ridiculous. I seen him hey, cocked back and spit on somebody. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> so kind of crazy. Yeah, I just I just thought that was bizarre. Plus, you're punching a guy with a helmet on with your bare hands. I mean, I don't know what that really does. These guys take collisions to the head every play. I don't know what that's doing other than hurting your own hand. Seemed a little that's odd to me, but. Love, that's why I always love the 15-yard penalty, hands, hands to the helmet. What is your hand going to do you can hit me as hard as you want in the head when I got a helmet on. It's not going to do anything. Well, you know what I mean? That's not really what that's for, though. That's that's not what that's for. What that's for is because if you're – say you're playing offensive line, right, or vice versa, and I come in, I could take my hand and I could push it underneath your face mask or your your helmet, and that will give me complete leverage. You won't be able to defend me. That's what that rule is. That's why they have hands to the face. That's what that is yeah. for. Because I, I see they call now, the penalty when they slap upside the head. It's ridiculous. Well, you're not allowed to do the Deacon Jones thing either, of course. Yeah, you can't do the Deacon Jones. But the but the head slap thing, even though you're you're, you're it, it's a distraction. And if you you know, especially back then, if you hit it hard enough, you know, it, I guess it really was uh, an advantage, you know, to for the defensive player. And that's guess. why they banned that yeah. whole thing, you know. I mean, right. if you look at the way he did it, you know, I mean, obviously the guy's one of the best defensive ends of all time. But, um, you know, it certainly had a detrimental effect on the offensive tackle, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> yeah. Well, the size of Deacon Jones, I'm sure your ears are ringing after that, you know? <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. All right. Before we, uh, before we end the show, let's, let's quickly go around the thing. Now, we talked about the AFC East. Uh, we know where everybody stands there, but I just want to point out, you know, we talked last week about this Trevor Lawrence thing. We don't know if he's coming out or not. He's missed last week. He's going to miss again this week at Notre Dame. But the Jets are 0-8. I mean, they they really are bad, Rich. Like, they really are the front runner now, I think, to get this pick. I tried to fight it off last week, but now they are really making it difficult. Now, I know they played the Chiefs, so I didn't expect them to win, but, I mean, they are just I bad. i got to be honest with you about that. I think that if they have the first pick in the draft, this kid's staying in school. Yeah, I think there's a good chance that he might. And Tebow, have you seen Tebow came out and said yeah, Tebow and made a comment about it? Yeah, Tebow actually talked to him met, and told him, like, don't go there. That it's not just the yeah. players. They don't have the organization. You know, it's not, not the and, right and, place. And for you know, he had a 
terrible situation there when he went there. That was really bad for him. Both New England and the Jets. Yeah, and Belichick, 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 what they did there, I mean, he didn't have anybody signing him at that point, but I think they just took him in so nobody else signed him. And then the Jet thing was bizarre. Obviously, Rex Ryan didn't want him. I guess it was Tannebaum that wanted him, right? Tannebaum must have wanted him. Who knows? And uh, it was just bizarre. Not that he used them, you know? You know? It was yeah. really strange. Now, Burroughs gets a victory. Uh, a guy now that, you know, seems like he had such snake-bitten luck. And who go figure, the Tennessee Titans go there and, and, and get beat. That was a shocker yeah. to me. I didn't see that one coming like it did. So now no, Tennessee was... and Indianapolis are, are tied there. Um, and then uh, Pittsburgh stays undefeated. At, and, and you know, doesn't Lamar Jackson just always seem to lose a game that you want him to win? Doesn't it always seem yeah. like that? Never shows. Well, he never really plays well against Pittsburgh, right? I mean, really No, does. I guess he doesn't. No, I guess he doesn't. But, I mean, you know, that was a big game because that, that was a statement in that division now, you know. Um, it, it really he was. Had four turnovers. He had four turnovers yesterday. Lamar. Wow. Yeah. Can't win like that. Yeah. Nope. And Cleveland, I was surprised Cleveland couldn't beat the Raiders there. They've been playing so well, so they go to five and three now. And uh Raiders are you know, weird, I was a little teams, surprised. You know, so the Raiders are they lose to a crappy team and you know, that's a strange yeah. team. Very strange team is there at four and three now in Kansas City seven and one, so that's really where that division kind of s- sits. So, yeah, it's very strange, you know. Um, And then uh, I I, I was thinking of you because uh, (laughs) I was watching that Dallas Dallas game and the black hand was taking snaps. Danucci. (laughs) I said, Danucci, taking a snap. (laughs) I was thinking about you. No, uh, no. If I if I, I take care, I really, I'm not a cowboy fan or anything, but I really felt bad for Jerry Jones watching him in the booth. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, it's rough. He's aged ten years this year already. I know, it's pretty bad. If I take care of this cut for the Nucci, then you give the rest <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah, Clemenza. <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I just thought that was saying yeah, with the stash and everything. I said, yeah, how how is he missing this? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, Dallas is in bad shape right now. They they really are. And the the NFC East they said that it's possible the division winner could win the division with four wins. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> it's yeah. real possible. I know. A home playoff game with four wins. Think about that. <laughs> I know, right? Isn't that unbelievable? <laughs> Isn't that unbelievable? I mean, that, uh, that NFC South, that NFC South is a real interesting division. That seems to be the most interesting to me um, to see where, you know, Brady and Breeze, how this is going to play itself out. They're both 5-2, and two, yeah. even though the, the Bucks play again tonight. So, uh, again, we got the, uh, the Bucks. Uh, up here playing the Giants, and you know that should be an interesting game. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Really. And then you have. Don't, don't, don't yeah. go to the bathroom in the first quarter because you may miss the whole game and maybe over by then. And the Giants are terrible. 
Terrible. Yeah, terrible team. And uh, Dolphins on the way out to Arizona now, so we'll see if this picks up. And uh, just enjoy it, folks. Two time has begun. Four and three Miami Dolphins. We'll see you next week, and hopefully uh, we continue it right here on the Dolphins Legend Show. Down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two wheeler, I was tired of my own voice. Took a beat on the northern plains and just rolled that power off. Thank you. 